Yesterday, somebody I was working with like totally had a total like meltdown, a total shit show took place. A lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, a lot of self-hatred started coming up, a lot of like just bad, old hurt that kind of resurfaced. And they were really having an overwhelming time kind of dealing with it and challenging themselves to like work through the process. Um, it was really inspiring to watch actually because Look, the ego is going to do what the ego does. The personality is going to do what the personality does. Psychology within itself, like your brain is going to fuck you up a lot. It's going to put you in a really bad headspace, especially when survival mode kicks in, when love is being you know, threatened to be taken away, or when safety or security is being threatened away. Your brain is going to kick into overdrive of like fucking total fear mode. And that's not something that needs to be like judged or like beat yourself up over. It's not something that you need to be like fucking embarrassed about. It just happens. People freak the fuck out. The mind freaks the fuck out. The ego freaks the fuck out. Your psychology, it's going to freak you the fuck out because that's what the mind is meant to do. It's meant to keep you safe. It's meant to keep you like, you know, like protected and away from getting like feeling hurt. Basically, it's, it's designed to keep you from feeling hurt. And so this person was going through like just a whirlwind of overwhelming emotions. A lot of self-hatred came up and a lot of just like self-doubt, a lot of, um, you know, guilt and anger and a lot of past trauma really started coming up. And when this person and I finally were able to connect and we're finally able to kind of like sit through and sift through it all, one of the things that I shared with this person, I want to share with you because again, it goes back to one of the basic fundamental principles of how I coach people and how I train people and how I want people to really take a look at their psychology and how I want them to really pay attention to, you know, a kind of, to me, a more effective way of dealing with our psychology and our past traumas. We all have past hurt and past traumas, and I think that it's really important that a lot of people have been going through different process and modalities of psychological evaluation or training, getting help from psychiatrists or doing talk therapy, whatever it may be. And one of the things that I really want to share with people is the, one of the ways that I navigated through my psychology Yes, I have absolutely been exposed to a myriad of uh, psychological modalities and regression hypnotherapy and hypnotherapy and talk therapy and anger management classes and trauma management classes. And I've done all that stuff, primal therapy, all of it has its place and it's very useful for different people at different times in their life. But one of the things that I really focused my attention on was something that I like to call the big love. And what the big love is, and I'm going to kind of reverse engineer this for you so it maybe makes a little bit more sense because as most of you know that have worked with me in the past, I have a tendency to talk in metaphors and riddles and kind of like in loop-de-loop -loop spiral bowls and, you know, and it kind of gets a little confusing. So I'm going to give you an analogy that I hope kind of helps make this um, clear and easy to follow. Imagine that you take just a pitcher of water, just a basic pitcher of water, and it's clear and it's clean, and you were to shoot a shit ton of food dye into that pitcher of water. Let's just call it red dye, okay? And you were to take that red dye and you were to shoot it into that pitcher of clear water. And it's a super concentrated red dye bath, basically, at this point, because you've just shot in a whole bunch of food dye into this clear pitcher of water. That pitcher of water is gonna be bright, bright, bright red right? It's going to have, like, it's not going to be clear anymore. It's going to be so red that you're barely going to be able to see through it at this point. If you were to take that pitcher of water, and that's, let's just imagine that that is your anger, 
okay? You're to take that pitcher of water and you're to run a bath and it's clear water and you pour that pitcher of water into the clear bath. That pitcher of water now has diluted itself just a little bit more. It's not as, um, it's not as concentrated of a red, it's not so dense anymore. Well, if you're to take that same pitcher of water and then go and put it into a swimming pool, it's even more diluted and it's broken down even more. It doesn't mean that the red has gone anywhere. The red is still there, but it's just not as nearly as concentrated as before. The same red molecules exist, but you might be a little bit more hard to see. They're way more transparent at this point. Say that you take that same pitcher of water and you were to go and throw it into a gigantic lake. The same molecules of red are still there, but it doesn't have nearly the same kind of potency. It doesn't have the same kind of control over you anymore. Now, the big love is taking that same concentrated pitcher of red dye water and pouring that red dye water into the ocean. That's what I call the big love. The big love is just so grand and expansive and ever-evolving and just ever-changing that that little concentrated pitcher of red water has no power, no strength. It doesn't mean that the red molecules aren't still there because they are, but the big love has completely dwarfed it in comparison. And so that's how I've dealt with a lot of my past trauma, a lot of my psychological development, is dedicating my life to big love. It's the big love of my wife, it's the big love of my children, it's the big love of my business and the team that I'm serving, the culture that I'm trying to develop. It is my spiritual practice. Big love is my meditation. It is that place that I just completely dump all of that anger, all of that past trauma into the big love where it has no control over me anymore. And the more that I devote and dedicate myself to the big love, the more that I dedicate and devote myself to that spiritual practice, to my family, to my wife, to my children, the more that the anger and the hurt and the trauma of my past bear no control over me whatsoever anymore. It doesn't mean that it doesn't come up. It doesn't mean that I don't see particles of that anger. It doesn't mean that I don't see particles of that trauma. But ultimately, what I'm dedicating myself to and what I'm serving is the big love. By dedicating myself to the big love, I literally dwarf the anger inside my own heart and inside my own head, and I dwarf the trauma and the past hurt that I've had in my life by allowing me to serve something better and bigger than the hurt itself. I am no longer a slave to that little concentrated pitcher of red anger and dye, and I am now serving something much bigger and grander and better. By doing so, I'm allowed to experience freedom and happiness and joy. And this isn't always easy to do. A lot of the times I, I, I struggle and I, I want to hold on to that red dye. I want to hold on to that anger. I want to hold on to that hurt because somehow it actually um, validates my personality and it validates a lot of my um, laziness and my inability to take accountability. By me holding on to my past hurts, by holding on to my past trauma, it allows for me to identify myself as this person that went through this process of hurt or pain or whatever it may be. And so letting it go is really the first step of not identifying with that personality or that ego that I have. And it allows for me to experience some source of freedom and happiness and peace in my own heart and in my own head. By dedicating myself to the big love, whatever that is for me, whatever that is for you, by dedicating yourself to the big love, you allow yourself to let go of the hurt 
but not from a place of like, I have to let this go. I have to kill the ego. I have to kill the personality. I have to work through this trauma. That has its place and it's helpful and it's beneficial to work through the trauma. But it's also just as equally as important to dedicate yourself to serving the big love. When you serve the big love, you are no longer a slave to the past hurt or to the past trauma. I hope that this brings some kind of peace and value into your heart and into your life because it does so much for me and my practice that I hope that you're able to benefit from this as well. Please let me know if this resonates with you or if this benefits you in some way. I would really love to hear your feedback. From my heart to yours, thank you.